Broadcasting from another dimension, deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest. Sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to episode 59 of the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast, the podcast designed to brainwash you to live your dream life. You know, get inside that dream world. Set those goals. Get those plans moving forward. Get those pencils out, y'all, because you know you need to be drawing during this podcast. Yeah. I got a little bit of a sore throat this morning, but that's not going to stop me from bringing you this podcast, you know? Luckily, yesterday when I recorded it, I was good. Um, and, uh, we got a great episode for you here with, uh, with frequent guest of the podcast, one of my homies, Ghost Scout, Dusty Lupus, aka Bark the Dog, aka the creative animal formerly known as Alexander Lansang, you know? Uh, this was a great one. He's fresh off a trip to Armenia where he did a workshop, a two-week workshop. Um, and we get to hear all about it. Uh, tons of ghosts in the involved, tons of adventure, lots of laughs, lots of friendship, lots of camaraderie, everything you expect from an episode of the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast. And hopefully lots of juicy, dripping, chewy, gummy, beef stew, chicken pot pie inspiration. Home cooking. Dee, 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 dee. You know, of course, I got my trusty sidekick with me, the co-host of this podcast, a juicy cup of coffee. Mmm, tasty. Um, so let's see, what do we got? What have I been up to? Um, I've been working on <clears throat> SpongeBob 3, doing uh, top secret concept design for SpongeBob 3 still. Um, and, uh, this coming week will be my final week on that production, uh, which has been really great, super fun, um, just getting really comfortable doing the straight up concept stuff and getting loose, getting a lot of fun ideas in there. Be really interesting to see how it translates, uh, how it, if it gets into the movie and how it kind of translates up there. Um, and, uh. Then uh, in early February, I will be starting work on the homie Mark Osborne's new feature with Netflix called Escape from Hat. And I couldn't be more fucking pumped and inspired and excited for this great new uh, creative endeavor, uh, creative challenge, um, pushing it forward always. And uh, I've always really wanted to get into doing this kind of concept design for feature. Y'all have heard me talk about it on here. So amazing that this shit is coming to fruition. You got to get out there and create these opportunities in your life. You know, if you want something, you got to go and push and pull and 
figure out a way to rope it into your life. You got to go out there on the range, on the cattle range of life with your little lasso there. You got to rope all those old doggies around. You know, you got to sit around a campfire with your with your compadres. You got to you got to smoke a little smoke. You got to drink a little frontier beverage and you got to be roping them doggies. Um, the workshop is in full effect. Uh, we are in week two, which means we are, uh, the, all the workshoppers are working on their dream world piece. You know, we start out creating strong personal work, the foundation of every great art career, and they are working on their dream world right now. And, uh, very excited for, to see what everybody turns in for their first drawing assignment. Week one, obviously we do the five-year plans. Everybody's breaking their brains in half, creating visions of the future, transcending time and space, transcending matter and reality, you know, turning the infinite universe inside out so you can belly flop, backflip in there and make some, make some waves, make some Flap those butterfly wings so it comes back to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, the workshop is going great. Always super inspiring. Always keeps my blade sharp. You know, that's me sharpening my blade, doing these workshops, keeping me super pumped, keeping me super focused. And nothing I love better than getting people hyped up. I truly am a hype man. Um, you know, I don't really consider myself a teacher as much as just someone out here. Uh, you know, I'm a creative animal in an infinite universe, very much right, right on my path, right in my flow state. And, uh, you know, I, 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 my natural talent is being super hyped and I love sharing that with people. I love the ghostiny of who signs up. Um, one of the dudes, shout out to Peter in the workshop. One of the guys in the workshop, um, is a OG illustrator and he actually did some of the, in the nineties, he did some of the Marvel masterpiece trading cards that me and my brother definitely have at my parents' house in the attic right now. Um, he did like a saber tooth one and a cable one, a whole bunch that I completely remember, uh, I was blown away. I was like, holy shit. So, so cool that, uh, you know, things always come back around. Life loops back in on itself. The shit that inspired me growing up, I was like copying those cards, you know? I was like drawing these, copying these characters, getting these cards, trading these cards. That was so big in the 90s. All the X-Men, X-Force, the action figures, the trading cards, all that shit was just everything back then. And uh, so cool, such such a nice twist of ghostiny to be able to uh, get this dude in the workshop and, um, you know, uh, help inspire him. You know, it's a cycle of inspiration. He's looking for some extra hype in his life. He's looking for some extra inspiration and motivation to get back into creating some really personal work. And uh, I'm, I'm so inspired to, you know, have people throughout their careers, you know, whether they're beginning or in the middle or, you know, wherever they are, um, feel like this workshop is the right place for them to get hype, you know, and it definitely is the hypest workshop on the fucking planet Earth right now, you know. 
Um, I still have more questions from the internet to answer. I will hit those up on a future podcast uh, soon. So if you did not hear your question answered, it will get answered, y'all. Still working on the voicemail. It's coming. <laughs> Life is just so goddamn busy. Um, I definitely, you know, am always doing too much. Um, but that's the way it is. You know, that's that's the ghost in me. That's the destiny of it all. Um, I wouldn't have probably booked this workshop if I knew I was going to get all this concept work at the same time. Um, you know, you always, as a freelancer and as someone who's running their own creative business, you're always hedging your bets. You know, you're always going, um, you're always going, uh, okay, this is plan A, this is plan B, this is plan C, this is plan Z, you know, you have all these plans and, uh, you know, you always try to, you always try to, you know, make everything work together. But, you know, sometimes, and especially when, you know, you're hot out there. It just seems like when it rains, it pours. A bunch of things will just come all together. And, uh, you know, I didn't have stuff lined up, so I went ahead with the workshop. And then, boom, you know, um, this uh, this this project with Mark, um, you know, became a reality. So I couldn't be more blessed. I couldn't be more thankful. But I'm just, I'm, <laughs> my cup overfloweth. Uh, so, you know, I know I didn't hit you with a pod, uh, last week, but I'm doing my best, you know, um, you know, one of my main goals this year in 2019, um, is to be, uh, you know, really just be chilling with my kids more as well. I can get really busy with all this wonderful work, living the dream life, and then, you know, kind of not be as available, you know, always be working and always be around, but not just be there playing and chilling with the kids. So that's one of my major goals. Um, you know, we're about to jump out for a family day today. I'm about to take Wolfie to jujitsu, and then uh, we will be hitting up the fun center for some bowling, for some video games, for maybe some laser tag and some pizzas and snacks, you know, <laughs> having a great family day. Um, very exciting. Um, it's really important. It's easy to it's 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 easy for me to prioritize work over that because it's how we pay the bills and it's my livelihood and it's really the thing I'm obsessed with the most. You know, it's easy to take for granted um, the things that are just there in your life, like your wonderful family and your wonderful children. Um, but, you know, you got to really make sure that you're there because they grow up so goddamn fast and you need to be there just just at every step of the way, fully engaged, eye to eye, having fun um, and playing with your kids. So um, that's one of my major goals. So if if I ever miss, if you ever aren't hearing from me, you know, I've been a little quiet on social media lately. It's just because I'm trying to balance all this amazing work I have with this amazing family life that I have, you know? I'm very determined to not let my work, my obs- my absolute obsession with my work um, steal, you know, the steal away the father that my parent, that my kids should have, you know? Um, all right. I think that's about it. Um, let's kick it over to my man, AWOL1. one <laughs> All 
right, here we are with a repeat, very special guest, fresh off of his workshop in Armenia, none other than Alexander Lansing, a.k.a. Bark the Dog. In the name of the ghost, the shrimp, and only for today, the dog, Bark. That's right, Bark. How are you? Chilla man, nice. Very excited to hear about this amazing adventure, full of ghostiny. That it's it's rooted in ghostiny. Uh, you know, you you carry you proudly carried ghostiny to a foreign land uh, with you. Tell us about this amazing adventure. I did, man. I mean, where should we start? We should start. Where it all started, right? Yeah, start where it starts. <laughs> <laughs> start at the start. Here, here I open the page, the book to the first page, which was in the online workshop. The first, oh my gosh, the first page of the first book in the first online group workshop. Oh, wait, was that right? the first one? That was the first iteration? Yeah, it was. The, wow, okay, that's amazing. Yes, Sham, Sham informed me. So, shout out Shamaram. Okay, so so here's Ghost in Me, right? Yeah. You, you you didn't even ask me to do to assist you. I I just wanted to do the workshop on my own. That's right. And then you were like, "Yo, you should you should assist me." Mm-hmm. So you know, just take an initiative, Ghost in Me. Um, whatever we do, the workshop, we killed it. You keep doing it. A couple of years later, Sham hits me up. I think what what iteration are we on now? With the we're in round five of the workshop right now. Damn, so you, so, so, you, so you were the assistant of the first three workshops, and she was a student in the first workshop. Yes, yes. Sham, wow. Sham or Ram, wow. Sham, wow. Do you know about the Sham, wow? Of course, dude. <laughs> she didn't know about that. I, I I told her about the sham wow. Oh, you got to um, send her one, dude. Do they still make sham yeah, wow? Yeah, should, should. I thought we could get one on eBay. Yeah. Hey, if you ever sure. spill, if you ever spill anything, you're gonna wish you had it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah. So so I get. Wow. That's five iterations later. Mm-hmm. She um she hits me up saying, "Would you be interested in teaching a workshop at the Tumo Center?" In Armenia, Yerevan, Armenia, which is crazy. Right? Yep. Um, I'm like, yeah, totally, whatever. And a couple months go by, I'm like, oh, whatever, we'll see what happens. And then it just starts to happen. End of last year, you know, I'm like putting stuff together and pitching some stuff for, a, for an online workshop. And uh, I have a Skype call with them. Well, so I should, I should talk about Tumo. So Tumo is, it's a creative center, the Tumo Center, the creative center for technologies in Armenia. Um, and it's, it's a really amazing facility where they allow kids from 12 to 18, anybody from Armenia to, to join for free. Wow. Totally free school. Yeah, it's, it's like insane. Um, and they have everything from robotics, programming, uh, music, and drawing and illustration, comics, you know, or whatever we do, whatever bullshit we do. Um, but, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a really cool school. They have all these, like, computers and rooms and, and, you know, all this really amazing stuff. They have all these, they invite all these people from around the world to teach these kids for special workshops. And they also have um, weekly workshops for the kids 
uh, twice a week other than the special ones that come from other countries. And this goes year round? Yeah, yeah, it's an after school program. Um, if outside of the special workshops, they have uh, regular workshops twice a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so so that's so that's that. Um, what, what were we saying? We get there. I get there. Yeah, it's a little background on the Tubo Center. Uh, yeah, so I get there, and um, I arrive at like three a.m. This guy picks me up. And how long is the and flight? Where's the flight? So you're flying from uh, you're flying from 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 New Jersey to uh, Armenia or what? I actually went to JFK, John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy Airport. Air flight port in New York um, City. New York, motherfucking city. East Coast, East Coast. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like a ten-hour flight to the Ukraine, Kiev. Wow. And- Ukraine, which people are pretty cold over there. It's like pretty cold. It's yeah, pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, asked, I was like, yeah, American, asking for help and shit. And they're like, no, over there. I'm like, all right, all right, sorry, you know. Oh, oh, they're emotionally cold. Yeah, yeah. A little oh, bit. they're but not friendly. Cold. They weren't friendly. Yeah, yeah, they weren't that friendly. But no. but then I get to then like four hours to Armenia. And there's always like a crazy, they're telling me there's always a crazy layover in Kiev or wherever to go to Armenia. Uh-huh. So it was like a 20, almost a 20 hour flight. Wow. And total, yeah. And, and you can tell, like, it's, it's getting on me now, these flights. It's pretty crazy. But. Yeah. And what did you do on the flight? Did you watch any interesting movies? No movies, dude. No movies? What? No movies. I had to sit there with my fucking crazy ass mind. Just. Just like I was, I was really pumped though about the whole experience. So I, I was like, I was just like sitting, like, hey, 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 yeah, I can't wait, yeah, you know, like mostly, you know, just that energy like balled up, just like looking at people smiling for no reason. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, like when you're hyped up about shit, you're just yeah. like nothing really matters. You're just, you know, you're just laughing. You're just stuff. laughing for hours in your seat, and people yeah. are people yeah. are caught. <laughs> People are people are wondering if there's an air marshal on the plane yeah. if something goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's me. Um, but yeah, no movies. But it was cool. And then what's crazy is so I, I'm go I'm waiting for my flight to Armenia in Kiev. And uh, when I when I arrive, I get a message from somebody, and they're like, "Hey, just want to let you know, I, I saw you on the plane." What? And it yeah yeah. Well, because I have, I have. First of all, I'm like the only Asian in like three country radius. <laughs> High alert! So, Asian alert! Asian yeah. alert! Well, I've never seen one of those. Before. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Um, but I have my backpack and strapped in my backpack. I have the I have this bark plush, so it's like pretty obvious. So wait, so who saw you on the plane? One of the kids you were going to teach in the workshop? A, a Tumo student. She she wasn't. Gonna, I wasn't going to teach her, but she's a student. Gotcha. And so I remember, I'm like, oh, man, you should have said something. would have given you, like, a postcard or whatever. And then she was saying, she was telling me, like, oh, I wanted to try to get into the workshop, but it was full. And I was like, oh, man. So tomorrow, I was, like, I was hitting, I was talking to Sham already, and uh, I was telling her, what are we doing tomorrow? And, she, and we went to this museum. So I invited the student, and we hung out. She was super cool. 
And I talked to Sham about that again. So Destiny, again, her reaching out to me, she got in the workshop. Wow, that's what you got to do. You got to reach out and grab yeah, it. Should. You know what I'm saying? It fucking works, man. It I works. Love it's, that. It's, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, so travel there. I arrive. It's like 3 a.m. I'm, I'm, I'm driven by this random guy who like barely speaks English and everything looks like uh, remnants of the Soviet era and and rubble. It reminds me of a little bit of the Philippines um, where I'm from. Like a bunch of houses with tin tin roofing and stuff. It's super cool. The the, the setting is amazing. Yeah. It's it's not um the weather there is like a little bit warmer than New York, so it's not too bad. But I get there at three AM and um apartments the apartment's super dope. It's right in the center of the city. Um and yeah, I go I go I go over to the to the supermarket to change some money. And then the next day we go we go to the museum. I meet Sham. Sham's amazing. Um, shout out to Sham, freaking the queen of comics in Armenia. Damn, she's, dude, she's doing, dude, she's doing something like it's it's really interesting time in Armenia. A lot of people were telling me about that they had a revolution last year, where a lot of the a lot of the old. Um, uh, government is, is changing and you know a lot of people got put in jail a lot of the money's going out to education and the youth instead of like mafia shit wow I don't know that's, I might have made that up but you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like to think like gangsters and mafia now it's going fake, ar- fake Armenian news fake Armenian <laughs> news <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah freaking so there's all this change happening and there's lots of opportunity to build stuff, but for a long time, a lot of, a lot of people, they don't have infrastructure. So if you want to be like a comics artist, there's no like festival you can show at or like people don't even know about comics. So what Sham's doing is she's like birthing this, this community of indie comics, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's killing it. You know? She's like super killing it. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I love her style. We'll have to get Shamram on the podcast to uh, yeah. talk about the other side of this. And, uh, yeah. and, and, and yeah, that would be really fun. Yeah, I love Sham's style. What's her uh, – well, I'll put her Instagram in the uh, in the notes so people can check out her stuff. I think, it's, I think it's Shamram underscore K. Yes, right now she's in Angoulême, um, France, France. Yep. At, at the uh, whatever comics festival. Yep. I think yep. France. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Ron Wimberly's out there. Shout out the yeah. homie Ron Wimberly and uh, and uh, and a lot of the uh, the animation workshop people are out there. Peter's out oh, really? there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They all go every year. They go to uh, they go there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's a big thing they're going on, and she's like going there, sponsored by Tumo. So they're really backing her. She even has a, her own studio called the Panic Lab. Wow. Um, where it's going to be creating comics. Yeah. She even she's so like one of the next projects she's working on is. Uh, like basically, she was telling me it's the New York Times of of Yerevan, which is the city in, in Armenia. Uh huh. Um, and she's like filling up a newspaper full of comics, and she asked me to be part of it. So just a full comics uh, edition on Yerevan. Damn. And that's like, you know, she's just has all this initiative and all this, you know, freaking backing. And and she's doing something really cool there, man. I really respect what she's doing, and it's amazing, you know, inviting everybody and all friends around the world, you know. So that's amazing. Taking over, yeah. 
You're going to blow yeah. up in Armenia, bro. Bark is going to be the biggest in Armenia. That's where Bark's main following is I mean, is gonna I think be. it is right now. I think <laughs> right. Shout out to all the people in Armenia. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so so that was that. Freaking, I, Sham invited me to, to her family. So Christmas is like January 5th or something. Um, wow. And... Freaking yeah, she was so nice. She invited me to her family's to to have some freaking barbecue and some Turkish coffee. Even though, oh, well, it's Armenian coffee. Sorry, because they have beef with turkey. So I didn't mean to say that. Wait, Christmas? You know that? They invited you for Christmas meats? Yes, dude. Damn. Super, super, I was. I was. I'm part of the family now. Wow. My sister. Wow. Yeah, I love her. She we connected like right away. She's a great person, and her husband's super dope. This guy called Tigran. Everybody's called Tigran over there, um, which means tiger. Like Whoa. every other person, every other person you'll meet is called Tigran. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. It's a cool name. That is a cool tiger. name. Yeah. What's up, Tiger? What's up, Tiger? tiger? <laughs> 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 People shouldn't say hi. They should just be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Um. So yeah, we yeah we had Christmas meets. It was very nice. I met her family, and then the next day I had I started my workshop. You know, wow. Um, actually, no, actually no, no, that's a lie. The next day, the next day, fake news. The next day, dude. The next day, she took me to this crazy temple in the mountains, dude. Oh, I remember seeing this. Yeah, and all this stuff's that's on good. your Instagram, yeah, right? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I documented it really well. We we ate some pony hair. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, a tradition of eating the hair, yeah. the hair of a pony. If you pull it right off the forehead of the pony, they they don't mind it that much. You know, it's just they they know it's part of the tradition every year around Christmas time. Yank it out. It doesn't. Then, it doesn't hurt them. It, they're magical, magical yeah, ponies yeah. that just yeah, produce yeah, yeah. produce uh, fluffy, sugary hair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so, yeah. Right. When you were in that temple. I was like, Dude. damn, there's probably a dead bot there's probably a few dead bodies in there. That's what it looked like. Okay, so there was which there was two that I went to. I went to we're driving up the mountain, my ears are popping. Armenia is like in the mountains. Yeah, They're mountain. Hell yeah, hell yeah. The mountain people. Um, this is amazing. Like I'm looking at I'm looking out. What the fuck? Where the fuck? I'm in I'm in a I'm in a valley of mountains, you know. It's amazing, beautiful. I'm like we're driving up there, I'm just oh, Oh my god, look at these crazy mountains. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, you know, they're used to it. Um, but we drive up to this temple, it's a pagan temple that was um it was collapsed and they spent money to rebuild it. And what is pa- pagan means non Christian? Man, I don't I sound really smart now. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I think it I think it means non Christian. I think yeah, I think it's before. Or maybe well, it's, actually, no, yeah. I think it means multiple gods. Oh, okay, no, yeah, maybe you're right. Does that sound right? Maybe. Let me just be confident. Yeah. It means multiple gods. Yeah. Before Christian, before I think they're the first. I mean, they are the most. I mean, the first Christian nation. Right. In the world. Armenia is. That's what they said. Wow. That's what they said. All right, Armenians told me this. Okay. Okay. So. Just yeah, we go this. It looks like a Greek temple, you know. It has twenty four pillars for each hour of the day, and you can see it's really cool. You can see the uh, 
the pieces that they had to rebuild um, from after its collapse. Mm-hmm. You know? So that was a giant, a giant, crazy temple surrounded by mountains on the edge of a cliff um, next to the next to the uh, plateau where the first king of Armenia was had settled. Oh my you god! Know? I thought you were gonna say had sex for the first time. I talked totally thought you were gonna say that. You know, but, but but this is the oldest place you've ever been, right? Like the like this temple is probably the oldest structure you've ever been in, right? Me? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Doesn't it date back to like? I mean, we aren't if if it's this old? Is it ancient? Is it a thousands of years old? How old is the structure? Do we oh, know? It's it's like. 17,000 years old. Wow, my God, that's insane. Wow, that's incredible. That's accurate. That's that's incredible. That's science. Wow, that does sound very scientific. It sounds like a scientific um, number. Yeah, there's a lot of science over in Armenia. Did it did it have what did the what did the vibes of the what were the vibes of the temple was it was it feeling mm-hmm. supercharged was it feeling supernatural was it feeling spooky was it feeling inviting you know oh, was something entering into your soul there were you leaving a piece of you behind I mean what's happening in this magical you know place? now that I now that I think of it it was godly fuck and I think I was infused with some godly energy yeah because because. I mean, the the whole entire two week workshop was insane. Yeah. So I, I think after that, realizing definitely godly energy, super positive, fire. There was even a fire pit without a fire, but there's a fire there. And I weren't know. you like drinking some water dripping off the wall oh, okay. or something in there? Well, so that's that's the next place we went. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So the sun is setting. The sun is setting. We're going. Sam's like, we're going to take you to a church. I'm like, hallelujah. All right. Yeah. Praise, praise, praise Armenia. Praise, praise Armenia. We go, we go drive over to this church and this church is carved out of the mountains. You would have loved it. Wow. You see, you see, you see there's crazy mount, like jagged mountain. And then just, it's come, it's coming out of the mountain. They oh carved God. the church out of the mountain. Yeah. Insane. Oh my um, God. It's like Indiana Jones, yeah. dude. No, it's, it's super Indiana Jones. And we walk in, it's, and it's dark by now. You just see the lights. You see uh, the lights of candles, the fire of the candles, oh like God. floating in water. Oh. It's like these, there's like these boxes of water that uh, divide the room, and you go to Jesus Christ, and you make a prayer, right? Uh-huh. And it's it's serious in there, dude. And me and Sham and Teek, we're like joking around, like, hey, like putting up devil horns. And, hey. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's a sin, bro. That's a sin. That's a sin. <laughs> I'm, I'm a sinner oh very <laughs> naughty behavior <laughs> no but but jam's like this super dark person right she's like where's black and it's like she's super dark you know but she's yeah like, she has definitely not, a, i think she has a goth vibe right shams yeah of goth. yeah even her work even especially yeah, yeah her totally work. yeah definitely but but she's super silly also like us yeah she's so she, that's why why i connected because yeah. like, she has yeah, yeah. like dark sort of but it's not serious. Um, so we're like joking around in the church, and I'm, I'm, I'm asking her, "Is this okay that we're like laughing in, in the church?" You know, she's like, "Probably not, but whatever." You know. Um, and then we go in, we see all these like carvings on the wall, amazing, beautiful like reliefs. These rooms carved out, and then in the back, in the back, there's a there's just water coming out of a fountain, uh, coming out of the walls. Oh my god. You know? 
she's telling me this is the water that we drink in Armenia, you know, straight from the mountain. Dude, um, fountain, that's a fountain of youth right there. I feel younger. I'll say that. You look younger. I look younger every year. I might be better than butter. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was freaking cool. And then we went home and I, and I went to sleep. And then I started the workshop on the next day, which was Tuesday. Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. So what were the were the did the temples have different vibes, different different spiritual vibes cuz one was pagan and oh, one was yeah. Christian? Oh yeah, dude. The other one was like it was demonic dark. Damn. I don't know. Whenever I go into a crazy church, I feel like maybe it's cuz the demons are coming out of me. Yeah. So I feel like I'm maybe trying they're trying to purify me, okay. but I feel you know, like coming out of me. Yeah, the Holy Spirit's trying to exercise the demons that are in your butt, yeah, in your yeah, butthole. But, you know, but the, I don't think demons are bad. You know. Yeah. No, there's they could be fun. They could be fun. They're, yeah, they're like animals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I just feel that whenever I'm like, oh man, you know, like, ooh, and some of that. Yeah. Some of that. Yeah. Um, wow. So that's incredible. So you visited some of the most ancient temples on Earth possibly. Yeah, I should have. I should have been more uh, serious. I was pretty jokey, but it's that's pretty good awesome. though. That's good though, right? You're like a, you're like uh, you got to go in like a happy Buddha. Yeah, yeah you're right. You know, you got to right. have a that's a divine sense of humor, dude. Uh, you're right. You're right, right. You're right. You know, beyond time. Yeah, dude. Yes. You got to laugh your way through. That's that's you know that's the the light the light of heart right raises. Yeah, I can't. No, the lightness of your heart will raise you to heaven. That's what they said. Oh my gosh, this is a holy pot, <laughs> right? <laughs> We're in church right now. We're in church um, right now. Yeah, this is the church, church, church. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Wow, that's super, incredible. Super inspiration for. Yeah. For, for illustration, like I always feel like when I'm drawing things, I have to. It has to have some truth. Like I feel like I can't draw, um, like uh, a guy that's skydiving because I haven't been skydiving. Right. So I always feel like it. Well, there's more. I feel like it's better when there's more reality. I mean, you could draw a barn, but at least have passed a barn on your way to right. somewhere. Right. Right. Have you seen know? a barn once in your life. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, pull, do a Google, do um, a quick Google image search. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to download them. <laughs> yeah, you got They have to be downloaded. You have to download yeah, it. Yeah, you have yeah, to email yeah. it to yourself, and then it's real. But it's, yeah, I had all this, like, freaking super inspiration for ancient temples now wow. that I feel like I really draw from reality, you know, so that was... For the for the future Goshrimp Temple, dude, we got to build this stone temple tower up here. Oh, that's the source coming right April. from there, dude. The connections. April. We're gonna yeah, line yeah. it up. We're gonna align it astrologically with those temples in Armenia. Oh, it was. It was astrologically aligned. Exactly. That's what they, they all told temples me that. are. All temples are. And I know how to do it. Yep. I'm the guy. <laughs> I'm the guy. Talk to me. I'm the architect. Hey, the bar you want to align an ancient temple with astrology? Talk to me. You got it. You got it. <laughs> oh man, uh, that reminds me of, of the time when when me and Matt were at camp and we were like thinking of doing this skit about uh, fixing things, and we're like, "You got a broken stick? We'll fix it. You got a broken <laughs> stick? We'll fix it." <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna go around with like broken sticks and put tape around. Them. You got it. <laughs> like, 
fixing the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so then, so you're, so you go through this magical. You're, you're, you're anointed. You're baptized That's into it, Armenia yeah. through these amazing magical ancient temples. The the cradle, the cradle of civilization. Dude, I didn't even realize this happened. You know, I'm just going in there like. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. It's incredible. And then, so now you're going. Now you're bringing. Now you've you've in, you've enhanced your spirit. You're spiritually yes. enhanced. You're heading in to do this workshop. Yes. And so, I get to the workshop. They give me a tour. It's whatever. It's amazing. But I'm sitting in my classroom, and I'm like, oh, "How am I gonna do this?" I also I have a headband on. Yep. I brought a headband. Oh, right. Yep. Describe your, your whole getup because you had a very sporty, very, because, oh. you know, pound for pound, you know, most athletic illustrator exactly. in the game. I didn't even need to say it. Bro. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. say it. Right. But every day I wore a headband mm-hmm. and some Adidas sweats. Yep. Because I was living the three stripe life. Yep. You know, that, that slob Adidas, Adidas, because I'm international now. Adidas. You know? Adidas life. Yep. Um, but yeah, we st- I started the workshop. People were, were, were dripping in, but I was playing Eye of the Tiger on repeat. Yeah. For like 30 minutes until everybody came in. That's amazing. No one misses the song. Nobody misses out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just in case, guess what's next? Eye of the Tiger again. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the... I am the tiger. And you said everybody's name is Tiger there, so that hits home for everybody. Yeah, oh, dude, I'm not even realizing the synchronicity that goes to me. We're decoding I just it. Let We're it, unpacking it right now. Dude, no, for real, like, it goes, wait till we get to the end of the story. But the, Dude, the eye like, of Ghostiny, the eye of Ghostiny sees all. I, I'm not a guy who believes in, like, woo-woo, you know, I'm not yeah. a woo-woo guy. Right. I don't believe in anything, really. Yeah. I just am. Yeah. I believe in bark. Yeah. And I believe in ghostiny. Yeah. But I, I, I notice things. I notice synchronicities and, and that's where I leave it. I'm just like, that's weird. Right. You know? Right. So whatever they, they're dripping in, I, I laid out a bunch of my work for them to see. And every day I brought in different things that related to what I was talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the first day I just, brought out a bunch of stuff so they're looking at it i have the tigers playing i'm like i'm like just walking around the room shadow boxing i have a like a this this soft basketball that i'm like throwing against the, the window behind my back just like warming up getting pumped yeah right mm-hmm. everybody comes in and they sit down i'm like all right guys we're going outside right <laughs> all right guys all right guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah yo, yo i can't even like I took a lot of stuff from you because it's true. All this stuff, you know, you say and, and that we do are like things that are really helping. Yeah. Also, I don't think that you should be doing all these warm ups if you can't do more than your students. Yeah. You know? Right. Unless they're like grown ass people. Right. Like me. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, you had them. You had them really doing it because when I, because obviously we do the we do a pretty serious workout at camp. But then when I go to Denmark, I only have them do the fifty two sets of fifty oh, really? jacks. Oh yeah, really? But you had them. You had them doing like you had them doing like fifty push ups, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so I brought I brought with me to Armenia uh, fifteen copies of the work playbook, which is available for free on my website under free downloads, um, and it's basically it outlines the workshop and just things I think, think about and thoughts that thoughts and questions that I'd like to ask myself, yep. you know, I'm creating and talking about story development, character design, 
um, world building, you know, marketing, whatever. Um, and the origins so and the origins of this workshop come from the online workshop too, right? Because you did a little, like exactly. a little, a little branding. Like I always have the assistant do a little fun short video of their own of just something that they want to share with the group, and you started to do a couple branding ones in there, right? Super short ones. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, so that's all outlined there, and I covered that in the workshop. But um, yeah, man, I mean, I gotta thank you for just like you know inspiring me and like letting me take that workout sports ethic to it i mean i can do it so i can do it <laughs> i can physically do it so i can physically do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no well i i mean i say the same thing like whatever like me being go scout leader is just me being my buddy ebb who like owns the land that i built my first cabin on it's like you you like emulate people you know it's like that's part of like i don't know like evolving is like yeah. you, you steal certain yeah. things from different people you know and you run with it exactly exactly and we talk a lot but also it's all all this stuff that we say is true and if i if i didn't hear it from you i would still say it yeah yeah you know yeah, whether yeah. It's, whether it's creative whether it's like the, the whole workout thing, I was telling I'm not a healthy guy. I eat chips and shit. I, I don't like, I'm not a vegan. You, but love, it's those, about you love those Andy Cap hot fries. That's what I'm saying, dude. And I love Coca-Cola gummies, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. But it's not about, it's not about being vegan or being healthy. It's being, a, it's about clearing the mind so that you can be creative. That's For right. me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like, that's why I like to work out or play basketball. Cause after that, I'm like, fucking ready. Yeah. You may think that the workout is physical, but actually it's mental. Oh my God, dude. Bam. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It's not about the fucking muscles. It's yeah. about the mind. That's right. The muscle in your mind. Ooh, oh my God. I'm walking around right now with my AirPods. <laughs> jacking our brains up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, we go outside and do the workshop and some... Some people are into it, you know, because I brought the energy and like, yeah. So I don't know where sometimes I would just go, yes. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, so you go, so you go. We're going outside, and you take them all yeah. outside. Yeah. Take them all outside, and we're like, I'm like, you know, do the the count, like one, two, you know, and yeah. And some people are into it. There's some like, there's so there's a couple of kids who weren't into it, but I was like, ah, oh, you know, you do that, whatever. But I was like, I feel like. What you do and, and, you know, what, what inspires me to do things is example, you know, teaching through example and like, wow, this guy's doing it. So, and he's excited about it. Why, 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 why don't I do it? Instead of like telling people, do right, this. Well, right, you know? right. Hey, you want to be well, here or not? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's what, that's one thing I, I learned. Another thing I learned is that like, you know, people get excited and want to do things because you're excited about yeah it, you know? no there's nothing more infectious than someone having a good time like if you see yeah. someone really have yeah. it that's that's the whole thing about camp is like i'm just gonna bring the energy i'm gonna bring the hype. i'm gonna be the hypest person in the room and like a lot of people are gonna gravitate to that or not in the I, room because we're in the forest but i was so hyped that whole yeah time. you gotta bring if you can bring that level uh, 10 hype a lot of people will react to it Dude, I I came back with it, and I'm still on it right now. I'm yes. crazy. That's the lifestyle, bro. That's the lifestyle. Yeah, in 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 Denmark, when we when we started doing the when I went out there and and uh, both times, you know, doing the workout in the morning, then the other classes started to come out and join it, and then they told me even afterwards they were still doing the jumping jacks. They had like organized it and they were doing it like like after wow. I left. You know what I call that? I call that posers, bro. Bunch of posers. <laughs> Get your own shit. Yeah, 
yeah. Um, no, no, no. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah. We did that. We did the workout. Then we came back. Um, and then I just talked a little bit about myself and, and then introduced the project, you know. Yep. And uh, so the project was that we uh, that we each made our own comic based on the band cat, which the band cat and the gomper dog, which are native animals to Armenia. Oh wow! So you figured this out ahead of time. Yeah, I had a, I had a Skype call with with uh, some of the administration at Tumal, and they suggested that, and then I was like, okay. Um, and then I I made my own comic so that I could show them my process, the uh-huh. exact that I took to do the comic and they did the wrong, you know, and at the end we compiled it into an, an anthology, yep. which we printed, you know? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so cool how you did the workshop and then they, you know, they, you, you compiled it into a, uh, you know, into an anthology at the end. I thought that was super. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, the comics came out great. You know, I sat with each student every day after I gave a little lecture about, whatever we're talking about, whether it's character design or story development, whatever. Yeah. So what you know, was the, what was it? Break us down. Give us the keynotes of each day. What were the sections? Yeah. What were the- okay. So, so the first day, um, I talked about myself, um, you know, my, my work and, and, you know, just, just trying to tell them a little bit what I do and how I do it. And then we talked about, um, I introduced the project. That was the first day. And then I told each kid on the first day, write down as many as ideas as you can. You know, ten or more, whatever. Just puke them out into the page, mm-hmm. and then narrow it down to three, right? And then I gave them these. At the end of the day, I gave them these uh, sheets that I made, these templates for uh, like kind of pitching uh, ideas. You know, mm-hmm. so they would. There was a box that had uh, that said like main image sketch, and then description and title of your idea with your name and whatever. But I, I like to. For me, when I'm pitching to clients, um, I like to always just do. It's easier for me because I could draw a shitty sketch, and if you have finished work work already, they can trust you. Mm-hmm. And then, as long as you have, um, if you have a template and description with the sketch, it could be a shitty sketch, but the, having a template just makes it uh, look much better than just sending an email with attachments. Sometimes, totally, you know? totally. You know, it's like a cheat. It's like a cheat. You know. Yeah. And then yeah, I told them little tricks like. You know, put put your first idea first, and then if you even want that one idea that you really like, make the other uh, sketches like really shitty. Right, you know? so, right, right, right. Yeah, just like little stupid tricks, you know. Um, do do the one idea that you want, and then only draw pictures of licensed characters that are illegal to use after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Draw Ronald figures. McDonald, like, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, the, that was the first day. Then the next day, they. Uh, day two, they uh, presented their ideas, and they uh, we we chose the ideas, gave a little bit of feedback, and 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 they started sketching and and you know designing designing characters and ideating about the story, you know. And then the next, and I talked about story development and how I inject story into each thing I do, whether it's you know a comic, of course, but um, or even like a, a pin. And I talked about some projects that I had in the past and how um, story is just so important because it adds depth to your work and yeah. that I'm not, I don't, I do a lot of comics, but I don't consider myself a comic artist. I just like to inject story into things that I do, um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next day we worked on, uh, 
I talked about character design and a little bit of world building, you know, what, what makes a cool character to me. I showed a bunch of my character designs and, you know, they continued to start. Now they're starting to like shape their, their comic more, getting that, that story straight, doing thumbnails. Um, they started doing thumbnails. And what were the, what were the character design principles that you were, that you were giving them? Yeah. Um, well, so the headline is like create characters with character, right? Yep. Um, so talking about like, what does this character, you know, a lot of the things that we talk about, what, what does this character like to do? Like, um, does it have any injuries? Uh, what, what's in, what would, like just thinking about what would be in this character's pocket, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, including yourself in these characters, you know, making every, every day I repeat it, make your work personal, you know, yep, yep. Uh, draw aspects from people that you know or or you know things that you like and even yourself include a sweater that you like to wear you know things like that just, yeah put in those little nuggets of yeah. truth and reality yeah, in there exactly. in the illusion exactly. to drawing. deepen the illusion yes yes drawing from reality taking from real things but expanding on it and exaggerating mm-hmm. and to say so um that and um also world building which i talked about um I got, this is obviously like your department. So I, I learned a lot about that and take a lot from you and like putting story in your backgrounds and in your worlds, you know, make it look lived in, mm-hmm. you know, create mm-hmm. worlds that look lived in. And, yeah. and this is something that you say all the time, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, adding, adding stories beyond what's just there. You know, if this is a door, how, what's happened to this door is the lock broken. Is it, is there a fucking, you know, is it, is the door ripped out? You know, yeah. what's more, just a regular door, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, so stuff about that. And then they started doing thumbnails and then towards the end of the week, um, I then talked about, uh, getting the store, get composition and design a little bit more. Um, so yeah. And then, you know, they just kept working on that and every day I would go around to, to talk to them. They'd ask me questions about, How's this looking? And, and you know, like whatever, all this drawing shit, but it was more like breaking them and, and, uh, getting the mentality that you just gotta have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like let go of your insecurities with drawing and your worries and just, and just draw. And like, like I was trying to show them that a person, uh, a professional person does not have to be serious. You know, I was super silly throwing a ball the whole time like doing air punches and just being ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And I just, want to sh- I just want to show them that like, and this is something I learned from you too, is that, you know, to be professional doesn't mean you have to be serious. You don't have you know? to do it the way other people are doing it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can do it your own way. And yeah. like, it's like, it, I think I got, I did get through to them in the end because like after like a couple of times during the class, I would just be like, raise your hands like champions. And everybody would like, <laughs> just, they would just raise their hands. I was like, yeah, because yeah. it feels good. It's just like, yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, so a lot of, it was, it was mostly mental for me, you know, like, like we were saying in the beginning, like I just wanted them to, to leave with this whole mentality, this bark mentality you yeah. know, of having fun and, and being active and including yourself in your work really. It's just, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of that. You know? And you had, um, uh, you had a little booklet that went along with it. You had a, yeah. uh, a graduation certificate as always you, you come with was, the, you have lots of, uh, you have lots of items as always. I don't know. I love to give people goodies, man. That's yeah. part of my, my thing. I don't know. I love leave behinds and, and like, you know, little trinkets. Um, yeah, we had a barkuation ceremony, um, 
it was it was really fun. Where so at the end we had all their comics laid out so that people could look at them and read them all. Um, and we had a little barkuation ceremony where they would um, present their comics on a big projection, and then they would come over to me. I would shake their hand, give them their barkuation certificate, and then I'd raise their hands in the air. Like they just won the UFC championship. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was super silly. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, graduating also, by unanimous decision. Yes, exactly. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> I was really cool. Some of the kids were like, "This is sadder than my middle school graduation." I was like, "Oh, you know." Like, it was really uh, heartwarming. Yeah, that's whole, amazing. I love that. People, um, but yeah, I even gave a, a bark talk to like a whole fucking movie theater, which was crazy. People showed up and heard me just fucking blab on about random shit. So this was um, organized through the school, and it was in a public, or it was on campus. You said, but it was open to the public, so like civilians yeah. could show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and how many people were there about? Was it like a full movie theater or what? It was a full movie theater. I don't know, like more than, I don't know, I'd say like around 50 or, or more. I don't know. Nice. It was like a full movie theater. Were you nervous um, about giving a talk of a, to, to an so, audience? So they, so they asked me like a couple days before, maybe four days into my workshop. I was like, I, sure, I guess. And I'm like, I'm never, to myself, I'm like, I never, I never give it a public but I thought I was going to be more nervous. I was getting ready to, to like feel like a little more nervous, but I, I didn't feel nervous, man. It was more um, like excited competition energy. You know, yeah. I, I, uh, I remember when I used to run track, I would feel like, oh, like, not nervous, but like ready for something, you know, like yeah. it's just excitement and, and something that helped me, when I was doing, I, I looked over my, my, I had slides, so it, it really helped me to, you know, to talk. I, yeah. I didn't have to, I didn't memorize anything. It's like, what I, what I really um, realized was that, yeah, it's hard to give a public talk about, like, your book report, right? But if you know all the answers to, to the test, and it's your life, and it's something you're very passionate about, it's super easy, Yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, people were very engaged. I, I started the, I also, again, was playing Eye of the Tiger while people were walking in. I <laughs> every person that walked into the into the uh, to the theater, I like dapped them up. I did the jujitsu uh, handshake, which is like a slap yeah. and then a pound. Yeah. Right. Um, so like just creating that energy before I'm like throwing the ball against the the movie screen, just like you know, just getting hyped up, and, and I would just point at people like, "What's up?" Yes, yeah. yes, that's good. That's good. You know, I like that. Trying to get comfortable and like pumping myself up, you know. Yeah, just yeah. Really, doing, like warming myself up and yeah, and just I feel comfortable in the space. Um, yeah, people were like walking in the middle. I was like, "Well, welcome to being late or whatever," you know. So just doing that. Um, and it was really, really uh, interesting being having so much focus on you from from people. You know, it was. And, you know, we watch a lot of, like, stand-up comedians, and you can really, um, like, I was getting a lot of, uh, like, a lot of, I was really taking a lot of what these comedians say when, when, when they're talking to crowds and, and uh, just feeling the audience, you know, as, as like, a unit and, yeah. and reacting to it and, and uh, 
that's something that helped me out is, is, you know, having a lot of, I guess, research from that, but not on purpose. Yeah. From the you know, podcast and stuff. Um, yeah. But it was really cool experience, man. People were laughing at my jokes. It felt good. So the crowd was pretty with you for the talk. You didn't like. Yeah. You yeah. Weren't, like, did you did in the in the workshop or the or the talk? Did you ever have a moment where you forgot what you were saying and you had to try to like you got all hot in the face and had to try to figure out what you were talking about? No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> that's I good. Didn't. That's good. Which was which I thought I, I might, mm-hmm. but but surprisingly I didn't. I also had the I had the slides which I, which helped because it was I talked about growing up bark, which is. Uh, a, sl- a bunch of slides I have. Um, it's like a comic almost that that reflects my life, but told through bark. So some of those images are funny. So it, it kind of helps out in the in the whole, you know, act. I guess. Yeah. Um, it's like baby bark, and then it shows me as a baby. So these you know funny things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I talked about bark mentality, talking about patience, and I think I've talked about this on the on yeah. other podcasts. Yeah. Um, all this, all this stuff, and, and you know, people were very inspired. I, I felt, I felt, I felt like these are just things that you know you think about and, and should, should you know. I just told them things that go on in my mind, really. Yeah, um, it was really cool. Yeah, I think it would be a lot harder to make a talk, to do a talk if you were a person or the setting was like made it like you weren't supposed to be as entertaining. Like if it was like supposed to be like a real serious, right. like right. that would be like a nightmare. Right. That would be a nightmare. But yeah, if you can be silly, that's always been my approach. It's like doing the jumping jacks, getting hyped up, you know, just yeah. always wearing the jumpsuit. Whenever I'm in that, whenever I'm in that role, I'm in the jumpsuit. Uh, it, it just puts me in a certain frame of mind. Yeah. And it is, yeah. it's like that. Okay, I'm going going out here and like if i think like oh i'm gonna be nervous i just think like no i'm not gonna be nervous just clear your mind because like when you get there you're not gonna be nervous you're just gonna be in the moment you know so like i don't know you just don't let it build up and then like i've never like i've I've forgotten what i've you know i mean you've seen me forget what i'm saying or go on too long or whatever but you know you can kind of like start to feel it and then you just like flip it and try to just like recover you know like it's just like yeah yeah it's interesting i thought there would be some moving blocks like that but yeah there's, there's always, you realize when you're there, you're like, there's always moments or like turns you can take, um, that are like kind of cheap tricks or, yeah. You know, How like long was the far. talk that you gave? It was, uh, like 45 to an hour. Yeah. With, good, and then questions, good. questions after that. Yeah. yeah. It was good pacing. Um, yeah, I forgot, I forgot. So during my class, there's a, there's a translator and, um, Oh, because not was, everybody spoke English. Yeah, yeah. So wow. that was another interesting element. Um, most of the kids did speak English, but I, I, I'm like an idiot. I don't speak. Um, <laughs> I don't speak literally. We speak I speak American. American. We speak American. Yeah, I speak like American metaphor. <laughs> yeah, and and like I, I, like people. I don't have the vocabulary to speak literally. They're so like, I'll what is like, this? What is this beef stew? Exactly. They're like, I'm like, I'm telling them. So if you want to do it, you just got to go to the bank every day and deposit the cash, and then you fucking get the shit. You know? Metaphor, mixing metaphors, metaphors on yeah. metaphors, non sequitur yeah. metaphors. So that's interesting. Um, even at the talk, I'm like, I'm pretty sure. So I don't. So that's one thing. I don't know if like I did that talk in in uh, 
in another place if, if they would think I was as cool, you know. Right, right. So it was, it was really funny. It was really funny for that because um, I was talking. I was just talking on my ass the whole time. Right, right. And I think they responded. I mean, I, you know, people. I'm not sure everybody understood me, but. I just think I'm an idiot. Like nobody <laughs> understood anything you said the whole time you were there. You're like, I think it went awesome, man. And they were like, what was that man saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah no. no, but people were like, oh, that was really cool. There was even this kid that came to my talk. He asked me to join the workshop. Like I was just walking around getting pizza in the school. And he was like, hey, uh, are, you a, are you a workshop leader? And I was like, yeah, man. And then he, this little this little chubby kid's like, his name's Jacob. Um, he's like, oh man, can I join your workshop? I was like, ah, oh, shoot, dude, I think it's full. It's too late. Um, but I told him to come to the talk. Yep. And he comes up after me when we're doing like, uh, when I, where, where I had my setup where I had all my art that I brought with me, um, toys and comics and whatever. And he comes up, he's like, Mr. Bark, Mr. Bark. <laughs> Mr. Bark, dude, that's tight. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. And I, dude, I started off, I started off the talk. Um, so the talk was called I Am Bark. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I am Bark. The person who made Bark is dead. That person <laughs> does not exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love and so it. So he's like, yeah, so he's like, Mr. Bark, Mr. Bark. Um, it's it, that was that was really inspiring. You changed the way that I think about work because because like I said, I was talking about like just. I, this is something you say too, like follow the fun and, and just do things that you want that make you excited and yeah, happy. Yeah. So, so it really changed the way this kid thought about working. He's asking me like, Hey, do you need any help? Can I like work for you or whatever? I'm like, dude, do your own thing. You know? Yeah. Don't yeah, forget yeah. about me. Fuck me. Go do your own thing and kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Come back um, and try to murder me. Become yeah, successful. Exactly. Try to bury me. Try to fucking exactly. put me out of business. That's what you got to yeah, say to exactly. people. Slap exactly. him. That's, you got to punch him. Saying. You got to yeah. punch him in the face and go, you know where to find me. You fucking come find me when you're a man. Exactly. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what I wanted to leave with that kid. Oh, that's amazing, dude. That's so fun. That's so fun. International, dude. Absolutely international uh influence yeah man it's crazy I, I know i sound like a spaz right now but it's just that's our I'm specialty so- that's our specialty is spazzing out that's why people respond to it because we're so into it people are like I think, there's something going on with this guy dude, I, I think they just feel bad for us bro <laughs> they're like well yeah i think he's yeah people probably just think we're uh mentally handicapped yeah yeah oh my gosh well, we're gonna humor this special <laughs> chill, this special boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, again, special people. So what? So when you were, what, there's a couple follow up questions I have, and they're yeah. about food. Um, what kind of? What, tell us about these Armenian meats. I want to hear about these extravagant Armenian meats. Very juicy. Do you have any exotic, um, exotic Armenian meats? Uh, um, lamb. What's yep. the most exotic? I saw rabbit on the menu. Yeah. I didn't really. Goat, there wasn't any goats. Did you see any goats? Any kind of exotic goats nibbling around on the mountains and shit? Animals, animals. Did I see any animals? I see saw any wild a, fucking. There was a lot of wild cats and dogs. They still got packs of dogs just walking around the city like it's right, nothing. Right, right. Which is pretty crazy. Right. 
But I mean, you know, third world countries like in the Philippines, they have that. Right. Um, but it was street, just interesting. Street animals. Street dogs. Street dogs. Um, Is Bark a street dog? I mean, he's more of a house dog, or what? Bark lives uh, inside. He's definitely more of a street dog. He's okay. Got some street stuff. Okay. He's got street cred. Got street cred now. Um, International street dog. What else? Uh, they. Any, when I like, went to eyeballs, Santa Fe, any organ meats, organ meats, eyeballs, any kind of uh, exotic delicacies, uh, an undercooked egg, a runny egg. Uh, I definitely uh, had some liver. Yep. I don't, not on purpose. Okay. It's accidental liver. That's where uh, all the nutrients is. I, I mean, dude, I'll, I'll eat anything. Yeah. I'll eat any- yeah, exactly. I'll yeah. eat anything. I yeah. don't care. Um, yeah, nothing too exotic for me. Would I'm you eat easy. an animal's dick if they were like, this is an ox dick? I would try it. I would try it. No. I mean, meat is meat, dick. right? Meat is meat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. They but, eat those. Is that a real thing? The Rocky Mountain oysters where you eat like a bull's testicle? Is that, would you eat a bull's oh. testicle? I mean, I guess, but I wouldn't, I just... Cook it up in some good sauce, you know. It, cook it up it, if, it as depends. long as it tastes good. Cook it up in some good sauce. It depends. If it was you, like giggling, who made this for me, like <laughs> try this out. Yeah. Or if it was like a like a shaman. Yeah. I, you know, I need it with the shaman. But if you're trying to poke me, I'm like, Get yeah. The fuck if out. I'm just boiling a testicle yeah. in a in a pot in the woods, you're like, yeah. no, no. Yeah, 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 I'll say get the shit. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go down to I'll go down to freaking what's that place called? The grocery? What's the grocery called? Tops. Tops, bro. I go down to Tops and get myself some fucking peppered steak, dude. Yeah. Get yeah. some, get some uh, pub burgers with some cheese and yeah. bacon in them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Nothing too crazy, man. No they other, no other, me. no other incredible cuisine. What was the cuisine like overall? It was kind of shawarma. Yep. Type things. Um. Oh, we went to this. I mean, everything's really cheap over there. Yep. So. We went to this Yerevan um, uh, Tavern. It's just like a fancy place. They were changing, they were changing our spoons and plates and stuff. But it ended up being like ten dollars. We had like wow. courses, and it ended up being like ten dollars. Damn. Uh, but it, it's it's like kind of normal. It was a lot of meat, very salty. Yeah. I had this. Okay, this. I guess this was the most exotic thing. It was a meat patty to it. Whoa. Um, Gosh, it was uh, in a stone pan, mm-hmm. and I thought it was bread. In the picture, it looks like it looked like a loaf. Uh-huh. You cut it, you cut a slice, like a pizza slice, out of this loaf, and it's just meat. Like, it was um, like meat loaf or like a meat pizza slice. I get like a. I, I don't know. I've never had meatloaf. You've never had meatloaf. Bro, that's like some. Forest. The meatloaf is good, dude. Meatloaf is super I know, good. I can't. I don't know if I've ever had meatloaf. It's good. You get some gravy or some sauce is it on ground there. Beef? Is it yeah, it's like, but it's ground beef. But you put seasoning and then you put like peppers and like you can mix in. Like you could put a stuff in there and then you almost bake it like a loaf of bread. And yeah, you just cut off slices like slices of toast. But it's like this. It's just a hot meat slice and you and you buy some sauce on it or whatever ketchup or whatever you want it's mad good uh yeah i don't remember it definitely wasn't that it wasn't that it was more like can you imagine 
uh, chicken and beef and whatever boiled down and made into a solid thing. Like a meat paste? Meat paste, but hardened into like a fatty meat pizza slice. Wow. So this is multiple animal meats mixed, mel- melted together. I think so. Together. I think so. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... It was good, but I could only have a couple bites because it was so salty. Wow, that's the so barnyard salty. medley right there. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. That was wild. I don't know what that was. I could barely eat it. It was too spicy. Too salty. Wow. Yeah, it's hard to eat things that are super salty. That's really yeah, hard. To very do. meaty. That's very meaty. Uh, now, did they have any seafoods there? Um, did I have any seafood? That was recommended not to get seafood because really? there's. There's no ocean around there. That's a good rule of thumb. Yeah, right. Um, I think I had some some uh, crab bisque or something. Okay. Yeah, I was, dude. Most of the time, I was eating KFC. They have good KFC. <laughs> they have good KFC. Is there different? <laughs> is there different qualities of KFC? Dude, when I first got there, it was. I mean. Dude, this, 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 uh, these, these franchises are different in different countries. It's oh, so that's true. They serve different. Yeah, yeah, they have like shawarma, fucking like ten tenders and shit. They have different like, yeah, because they, uh, they yeah, do probably. Have, yeah. So what was on uh, the menu? Getting... What was the differences on the menu of KFC over there? Well, I mean, it was kind of ignorant of me to go to KFC as many times as I did. Yeah, that might be prejudice. Yeah, <laughs> but they had really good spicy chicken wings, um, which I like. I love fried chicken. That's my second favorite food. Yeah, next to sushi. I yep. love salmon sushi. Um, what if they had fried but, sushi? Because that's like tempura, kind of. Yeah, that's tempura. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I, yeah, the first week, the first week I was alone, so I would just go out and explore into like the, the like. The oldest parts of the city with houses built with cinder blocks. And oh, shit. I saw some of the so pictures. Cool. It was it was yeah. getting into some spooky yeah. territory. It seemed kind of spooky. Okay. It was. It was. But I was told Yerevan is super safe. But I, I'm the type of guy who, like, I, I live in the Bronx and shit. I don't just, I don't like to be stupid and go to go to places and think like, oh, especially I'm like, I don't look like I'm from there. Right. You know? Right. But. So I did it. You're, anyway. you're a street dog. You're an old street dog. You know the ways yeah, of the yeah. streets. Yeah, I'm, I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. Yeah. Like, there's always gonna be some. It's, it's, it's a safe town. It's a safe place. No, no, no. There's always darkness everywhere. Yeah. There's always darkness in the light. Yeah. There's always someone okay. jerking off in an alley somewhere. Precisely. Precisely. I don't want any jizz on me. Yeah, so. don't never you won't want to make eye contact with someone that's masturbating in public. Oh, never. Because <laughs> if you one. get turned on. Then that's you know. Then that changes your life forever. I've got to write that into the work. <laughs> yes, do not support. make eye contact <laughs> with a masturbator, yeah. with a public yes. masturbator. Well, like public masturbator, because they will take part of your soul. Ooh, damn, that is so fucking true, and that's also a great place to stop. And you know what that means? When we cut it off, that means there is extra foreskin for your face. You're going to wear it as a mask later this week when we drop the bonus extra episode with more stories from my man, Bark the Dog. Shout out to Bark the Dog for getting up on this podcast once again. This may be like the fourth, fifth time he's been on here. Woo, damn, very hot. That's a. I think that's a record. 
he's on here. I know all the Ghost Scouts love the records, you know, who's been to camp the most, who's done this the most, camp champ, blah, blah, blah. We love it. We love those accolades. Um, let me sip this little coffee here. Ah, keep that throat whistled up. Um, so hopefully that was a real inspiration to everybody. You know, another great example of just going out and making things happen for yourself in life. Don't sit around and wait for life to come to you, you know, because what shows up might be a little monkey's paw situation. It might not be exactly what you bargained for. You know, you got to go out there and you got to chase your destiny. You got to grab it. You got to wrestle it. Destiny is a shapeshifter and you got to be on high alert. You got to be keeping your keeping your eyes peeled, you know, and keeping your fucking butthole clean out here in this world. You got to go out there and shake that fruit tree and see what is dropping down on your face, you know, that's how you make shit happen for yourself. As everybody knows, listening to this podcast, you know, um, before we get into these Patreon shout outs, um, just want to say shout out to my dad, um, who is going to have to have his tongue removed, um, cause he has tongue cancer. So, um, you know, we always, you got to always celebrate the wonderful things in life and you got to always also celebrate the hard things in life because it's the contrast, you know, that is life. You know, it's not just, you know, not, you know, on here, we don't just talk about the good times. We also talk about the struggles, you know, you talk, I've talked about all my struggles a lot on here. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's really important and shout out to my dad. He's definitely got a rough road ahead of him. Um, he's turning 70, um, this coming weekend. Um, and, uh, a couple weeks later, he's going to have his tongue removed. And amazingly, the age we live in, you know, you always got to look at the, at the sunny side of life as my sixth grade teacher, Ron Berger used to always say in song form when he sang the song, stay on the sunny side of life. Um, and, uh, what they do when they have to remove your tongue now is they take a piece of meat, they take a little steak tip from your leg, and they make you a new tongue out of it. So uh, that's pretty insane. And I guess you can, you can, you know, kind of get some rudimentary speech going um, and uh, also have a chance to, uh, you know, be able to eat with your mouth. Um, my dad had cancer 20 years ago as well, and he had to have a stomach tube. Um, he's going to have to have a stomach tube again for part of this. And then if all goes well, um, you know, best case scenario, he'll be able to have that stomach tube removed, but a good reminder to everybody out there, you know, keep it healthy. Um, you know, uh, you want to be, you know, going into you, you know, you want to be healthy at every stage of your life, you know, so big shout out to my dad. Um, you know, we're going to be there every step of the way with him supporting and doing everything that we can do. And so if you want to lend your thoughts and, uh, you know, if you're into praying, shoot some prayers his way, you know, the, the, you know, my father, Bob James, I wouldn't be here without him, obviously. And I wouldn't be the, the man child I am, uh, without him. Uh, he's a, you know, just, just one of my favorite people in the world. One of the greatest people that I know. 
Um, and also, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Dennis from the workshop. Um, he was in a previous round of the workshop, I think maybe round three. I'm not sure, but um, he has passed away. And uh, one of his friends reached out and told me um, he overdosed. And uh, it's very, you know, again, it's like, uh, you know, there's there's many sides to this thing that we call life. It is an infinite-sided affair. And, uh, you know, I really enjoyed um, Dennis in the workshop. And I know his friend said that the workshop meant a lot to him. And he talked about it a lot, the, you know, being part of that creative community and how much it meant to him. And, um, you know, I guess life just kind of got the best of him there. But shout out to the homie Dennis, um, you know, traveling through. Now he has been released from his, you know, physical form. And he's out there traveling the infinite universe and taking the next step on this infinite journey um, that we call life, you know. So, um you know, our definitely thoughts go out to everybody who, uh, you know, he touched in his life and, and who are, you know, sad about him departing. But it's good to keep in mind that, you know, it's the people that are still here that are usually, you know, the, the ones that are grieving. You know, I'm sure Dennis is in his purest form now and uh, really transcending into infinite dimensions so shout out to dennis um all right let's get into these patreon shout outs uh we've got um oh we gotta pull up the website here so uh of course make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast if you love it um make sure that you go over and uh give a five-star review on itunes um and uh, I'm pulling up this website here. Um, if you really look forward to this podcast, if when when it when it doesn't roll through for a week, you're like, damn man, I need this podcast in my life, you know, head over to patreon.com slash go shrimp um, to get early access to every episode as well as uh, lots of behind the foreskin videos on there. And I'm going to, uh, you know, I've been super busy, but I'm definitely going to get back to it. It's been a little tricky because most of the work I've been working on, I can't really share right now. So I haven't been doing the behind the foreskin minisodes, but I'll just bring them back. I'll just be chopping some wood and you know whatever. I'll figure out. We'll be doing some sledding episodes or something, chilling with Kent. Uh, we'll bring it back. We've been, me and Kent have been having a lot of fun shenanigans. We could definitely come up with some good behind the foreskin material. So we're going to bring it back, y'all. We're going to have a very inspiring year here in 2019. Um, so head on over to uh, patreon.com slash ghostshrimp. Of course, you know, there's also uh, the Ghost Shrimp Mega Mall at ghostshrimpglobal.com where you can pick up all, all your Ghost Shrimp gear. I'm wearing the embroidered hat right now. Um, I'm always wearing the Ghost Shrimp shirts and hoodies. I got to make another order and get a whole bunch more stuff. But uh, let's see. We're getting into these sh -sh 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 shout outs. Um, all right, so there are different levels of shout outs. We're starting with that one dollar per podcast level, that green smoothie level. Shout out to all 
the $1 members, every dollar is appreciated. You know what I'm saying? That keeps it very viable for me to come back and keep bringing you this podcast. Um, and at that $2 level, you know, we got those meaty, beefy, vegan, non-vegan options for that juicy beef stew buffet. Um, and uh, we got none other than workshop alumni, Alejandro Fuentes, kicking off those big beef stew shout outs. Um, we've got Ghost Scout, Planet Nelson, a.k.a. Christopher Nelson. I know that's a vegan bowl. The first vegan Ghost Scout, but not the last. You know, many vegan Ghost Scouts. Shout out to all the vegan Ghost Scouts out there. Uh, big shout out to Curse Gift. Big Beef Stew. Shout out to the original Beef Stew contributor, Jesse Kukaka Donnie. Uh, big Beef Stew, shout out to the homie, Ghost Scout, Velvet Dojo, a.k.a. Dalton Stark. If you don't know about Dalton Stark's Patreon, you better get on it because he's got the hottest Patreon on Patreon. He's killing it, raking in the dough. Boy, th Buy that boy a rake because he is raking in the dough like fall leaves in autumn. This kid is crushing it doing uh, live draws on Instagram all the time, um, give, getting you original artwork, I'm pretty sure, through the Patreon. I mean, he is just going a whole hog. He's going into it. You know, before he came to do the residency this past summer uh, at, Ghost Scout, uh, at Ghost Camp um, in the Ghostrup National Forest, um, he last year he, okay, so in the last year he took the workshop, he came to Ghost Scout Training Camp, he did the residency, um, before that he was delivering pizzas. Now he is supporting himself off of his illustration work. You know, that's how we do it. And also shout out to Max Wilkins, both residents, right? The same thing. Max took the workshop. He was working at an architecture firm, wanted to get into illustration, took the workshop, came to camp, did the residency, him and Dalton together. They were both in the same round of the workshop. With Dennis, actually. Shout out to Dennis once again. Um, they both did the workshop. They both did the residency. They both did the camp together. They walk out of there crushing it, creating viable careers for themselves out the gate of freelance illustration. That's incredible. It shows that you can do it. Anybody can do this thing. You got to dedicate yourself. You got to go all in. There is no backup plan. You know, all plan A through Z are all going all in on your art career. You know, you can think of 20 plans on how to make your art career work. Trust me, I do it. <laughs> I do it every week. I do it every month. I do it every year. I've been doing it for 15 years and it's still working. You know, and if this old dumb dumb can do it, so can you. And if those young dumb dumb, those young smart smarts can do it, so can you. But definitely, you know, don't just support my Patreon. Definitely go over and hit up the the, the homies. Um, I support uh, my homie Jesse Moynihan. I support Last Podcast on the Left. Um, you know, I support my homie Dalton Stark, you know, you got to get out there and support your favorite artists so they can keep doing what they're doing, you know, even if it's at the basic level, every dollar counts for real, you know, every dollar really does count. Um, big beef stew shout out going to Scott Higgins, AKA buck 80 pounds. 
uh, Big Beef Stew going to Ghost Scout, Frogadile Dundee, a.k.a. Steve Winfield Meyer over there in Philly. Lots of scouts over there in Philly. Um, we got Lerm, we got Max, we got um, uh, Frogadile. Um, Dalton Stark told me he's headed over there. Big Ghost Scout contingent. Uh, we've got a Big Beef Stew shout-out going to Ryan Sims. Big Beef Stew shout-out going to Michael Broncado. Uh, and, of course, these this is everybody that supported the last episode, episode 58. So if you don't hear your name called, it's because you did not support this episode, you know? Uh, and if you hear your name called, it's because you did support this that episode. So thank you. Uh, big shout out to Bark the Dog, B-A-R-C. Uh, big shout out to Ghost Scout, Mr. Husband, a.k.a. Chris Murray, a.k.a. he's a workshop alumni as well. Big shout out to Shambe, workshop alumni. Big shout out to Joran Thornton, a.k.a. Michael Joran, also a workshop alumnist. Big shout out to Chris Burke. Big shout out to the homie Jesse Moynihan. Big shout out to workshop alumni Kayla Dakota. Big shout out to Wastezoid. Big shout out to Anthony Scott. Big Beef Stew shout out to Kent Osborne. <laughs> Wait, was Kayla in the workshop? Am I losing my mind? Kayla Dakota. I'm like I'm like brain dead right now. I'm blanking on that. Kayla, were you in Kayla? Were you in the workshop? Do you do the workshop? K Kayla. Now I'm like Kayla. It's like one of those things where the word doesn't sound right anymore. Um big shout out to my my new best friend, Ken Osborne. Uh arguably are get that beef stew. Um Oh, yeah, of course. Kayla Dakota. Duh. I know who Kayla is. God damn. I'm like, I'm slipping, y'all. I'm slipping. I love you, Kayla. Um, Big Beef Stew shout out to Try Man Hun out there in Denmark. Yo, Try Man, let's get together this uh, summer when I come out there at the end of the summer. Let's connect over in Aarhus. Um, big shout out to Devin Newman. Big shout out to Bobby Morgan, aka Nobby Wood, um, workshop alumni. Big shout out to Lermy, aka Ghost Scout computer person, uh, interested in doing the residency this year. You know what I'm saying? Just because we're not taking new applications doesn't mean that we aren't getting real busy with the scouts this year with a mega super summit and also a juicy residency. As always, uh, we got big shout out to Ryan Quincy, big shout out to year six camp champion, Krognak, a.k.a. Ghost Scout Beard Lips, a.k.a. John Mansfield. That's a bowl of vegan beef stew right there, as well as Lermy's. 
Uh, big shout out to Mark Osborne. Could not be more thrilled to work with Mark in a couple of weeks on his new movie. Big shout out to Uncle Terry. Big shout out to Daniel Foothead, a.k.a. Ghost Scout Sports Magic. Also interested in doing the residency this year since Donald Trump would not let him do it last year. Uh, big shout out to the homie from Pratt, Raphael Tang Hall. Love you, homie. Hope all is well. Big shout out to Zeta, workshop alumni. How's the winter treating you, homie? Shout out. Let's get together. Let's have a bonfire. Big shout out to Pablo Meiji. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm going to say it right. Joe DiMaggio, Maggi, Maggi, Pablo Maggi, a.k.a. Young Wolf T. Oh, and that's at the $3. These guys are bumping it up. Zeta and Raf all bring in that $3 beef stew. They get an extra ladle. Um, big shout out to Yvonne Santiago. I've been shouting that name out for so long. And that's a uh, that's a marinated steak tip shout out, by the way. That's a $5 marinated steak tip. Get the grill out. Fire up the grill because we got the steak tips going. And you know they're marinated to the max, saturated with those zesty juices. Um, I've been shouting out Yvonne Santiago for so long. And then I've had the pleasure of meeting her in the workshop. Vid chatting with her this past week was amazing. Um, it's so cool that we have all these interconnections in this creative realm, y'all. Um, cannot wait to see everybody kill it in the workshop this round. Uh, another marinated steak tip shout out going to Johan Elverby. Another steak tip shout out going to Michael McCain. Enjoy it. Slurp it up. <laughs> Eat that beef. Eat that. Not that beef is too weight. Can you slurp a tip? Slurp a steak tip. Chew on that chewy, that tender melt in your mouth. Marinated steak tip. Uh, and of course, another fresh workshopper, my homie Erica Malhus. Also, this week I will be um, doing some revisions to a label, a beer label that I did for her for the Norway Brewing Company, her family business. Her family's business. Uh, that's going to be really fun. And, of course, we are going to get Erica on the podcast next week to talk about creativity and parenting to go come back um, from that question that she asked. Uh, we're going to get her on, and we're going to chew up that old topic, and it's going to be amazing. Um, I know these marinated steak tip shout-outs are also uh, supposed to go on the on the video Um on the full episodes of Behind the Foreskin that should be going up on YouTube, but haven't been. I got to, uh, you know, I don't know what the status of all this stuff is. I'm just so busy right now. I don't know if I'm going to be getting, I don't know. I, I might be just migrating the mini-sodes. You know, they would premiere on the Patreon, and then eventually maybe the mini-sodes will go over to um, the uh the youtube as well i'm not sure if i'm gonna really have time to edit together full episodes so i think i'm gonna do a little modification to the rewards there um i gotta get on it i'm always playing a little catch up y'all trust me i'm not lazy i'm just super fucking busy 
Um, but uh, yeah, if anybody's sitting around like, what the fuck? Why are we getting shout outs on these video shout outs? Um, you know, uh, I'll figure it out. But nonetheless, you have the most exclusive shout outs. You have those marinated steak tip shout outs. Um, but uh, I am aware that, you know, I have not been fulfilling what's on that Patreon description. Uh, I got to go in and kind of reorient some of the the goals there and uh, and that kind of thing. Because we're rolling. We're doing it. Everybody that's supporting the pod is supporting it for the right reasons. You know, to keep it rolling, keep it flipping, keep it jumping, keep it jerking. Um, and, of course, you know, when you're out there in the world this week pursuing your own goals, writing it writing them down your weekly planner on your dry erase board on the fridge getting those daily goals up you know getting in front of your face uh out of sight out of mind how about insight in mind right um make sure you're staying motivated uh and make sure you take some time also to do exactly what we do on this podcast to inspire other people to do the same because obviously we live in a you know in a in a we live in a world where there's lots of divisiveness uh, mainstream media is uh, trying to always divide and, uh, you know, and have the corporations conquer all. Um, and the antidote is not to beat them at their own game, is to change the rules of the game, is to shift the focus of culture and everything to creativity, to fulfill the destiny of human beings. All human beings, I truly believe, through my experience, are creative animals living in an infinite universe. This is a very magical life that we all live, whether you choose to view it through the lens of religion or science. I, I, I think they both have amazing takes on it. Um, very mystical. It's all very mystical. You know, it's all attempts to describe something that none of us understand. It's infinitely bigger than all of us. And there's no point in squabbling over the details of it. We can all... Uh, you know, have amazing creative lives uh, and be fulfilled and be happy and be safe. Um, there's enough of everything to make that happen. There's enough resources, uh, you know, but we just need to transcend this hatred, prejudice, bigotry, all the shit that's brewed up and stewed up, you know, by the powers that be, by governments, by corporations, um, you know, by ignorant people. Um, by lost people in, in most cases, I think, you know, people that really just don't know better, you know, and that's not an excuse. Um, but those of us that do, I think it's our duty to, you know, not try to, you know, you're never going to solve anything by making enemies, you know, and the goal of this podcast is the Goshen for Friends podcast is to make friends, is to be, to be friends with everyone, you know, um, I have no enemies, um, I have uh, had enemies in the past, and I have shed that. I have no enemies, um, and I encourage you to do the same. And really, truly, try to look at what you have in common with each other, rather than you have, rather than what you have in conflict with each other. Because I promise you, um, every single person on this planet, you have more in common with them than you have in conflict with them. And, uh, you know, now is the time. 2019, we're living in the future. The ability to communicate through the internet, through podcasts, through all these amazing mediums, through creativity, through visuals on Instagram. Don't focus on the negativity, you know. Don't go, oh, I saw these fire documentaries, Instagram's so fucked up, all this, all this superficiality. So don't participate in that. Participate, make it, it's all what we make it. 
you know? And if we make the entire human population into a giant creative community, if we can unlock everybody's creativity through inspiration, you know what's more, you know, you know what can beat hate? Inspiration. You can inspire people to change, okay? Um, you know, the Ghost Scouts, they don't all come from the same place. They don't all have the same mindsets. They don't all have the same religious beliefs. Everybody comes from all different places over the world, complete spectrum. But when we come together, we all get together. We all connect through the love of visual arts, through creativity. And that transcends everything. The inspiration that we create for each other, the hard work that we put into each with each other, the camaraderie that we build through Ghost Scouts, transcends all of it. So I know and same with the workshop, you know, people all over the world, all different sets of beliefs, you know, but we're not in there arguing about, you know, whose religion is right. We're in there bonding over, yo, let's level up our visual art skills, you know, and everything else will be sorted out. Because once you connect with someone and you like them, you're not trying to prove that you're right, you know, because none of us are right or wrong. You know, everybody just has different views, different beliefs. They come from different backgrounds. Everybody has different baggage. Every damaged person you know, that's out there doing damage has been damaged. You know, there's a cycle to all this. It's time to break it. It's time to stop the hatred. It's time to stop that bigotry. It's time to go forward with pure positivity, pure productivity, and fucking letting uh, inspiration and ghostiny transcend and really fucking bring everybody together. You know, that's what we're doing in 2019 on this podcast. So, Fucking get out there and do it in your own life too, all right? Till next time, keep drawing, stay productive, stay motivated, stay dedicated to that high morale motherfucking lifestyle, y'all. All right. Peace.